What it is, guys, your boy Alan with an episode of Alanizing, and today we got the NFL Divisional Round 2020 2021. Feel me? But I'm start what I'm gonna do, all right? I'm gonna go over the games, you know, get my reaction, get my review, analysis on it, and everything. You know how it goes. Then I'll also answer the headlines that I did on the previous episode. All right, and some news just dropped like right now, and I'm getting to it right now, but, but let's get into it, all right? You guys will see later on. But let's get into it with the first game of the weekend on Saturday, right? Which was the Packers versus the Rams. Now I had Packers winning, and they did win 32-18. Large part was due to the Rams' inconsistency, incons inconsistency on offensive drives, right? Because one drive they would have three and out, and another drive they would start producing, looking good, and they would score a touchdown. But then they would go back to that three and out, and it was. You know, very inconsistent, looking confusing. But I also give some blame on the Rams' D. They couldn't stop the pack. But I have to give more of the blame. Like 60 or 70% that the Rams' offense deserved the blame. Because Goff was struggling. But then he lasered some passes. Right? Looking like he was healthy. Then he wasn't, but you know, whatever. But I guess that the Packers' defense took it personally being behind being ranked behind the Rams' number one defense, all right? And mostly everyone's rankings, right? Mostly everyone thought the Rams' defense is going to do better in this game. But they showed up with four sacks, seven QB hits on golf. Like I said, the Smith brothers had to show up. Like some of my previous episodes, they had to show up, and they did. Kenny Clark also showed up, made some pressure on golf. I think he had a sack in this game. It made golf's life Miserable. He finished 21-27, 174 yards, touchdown interception ratio 1 to 0, 84.4.4 QBR. Now, obviously, they're not horrible numbers, but golf is just inconsistent. But for Cam Akers, he did have his moments. The running back for the Rams versus the Packers with 18 carries, 90 yards, and one touchdown. And notable performance from this offense was Van Jefferson filling in for Cooper. Cup. He had a touchdown and six receptions. He looked like he was Goff's like first option. No, second option because it was Robert Rubber Woods and Dan Van Jefferson. On the other side of the ball, Brandon Staley's number one defense had a strenuous time versus A-Rod and company. Zero sacks, one QB hit, and Aaron Donald was noticeably still injured. I had limited amount of snaps. They asked, uh, uh, Sean McVay during the game if he was limiting his snaps and they said no which is an obvious lie because they were and you know he's obviously not gonna say oh we are but I mean I, but he was lying and they obviously were but man plan was to start off the run game and that worked exponentially well the O-line tremendous Aaron Jones uh, Jamal Williams and AJ Dillon combined for 188 rushing yards. This allowed the pass game to flourish for Aaron Rodgers. 23, 36, 296 passing yards. Touchdown interception ratio 2-0. QBR 92.1. He did overthrow some. And and Alan Lazar dropped some, but he totally redeemed himself with the game securing touchdown. He had four receptions, 96 yards. Adams, Devontae. Adams, nine receptions, 66 yards. And speaking of Brandon Staley, he got the Chargers job, head coaching job today. 
Alright, I don't have a lot of information about it because it just came out like literally a few minutes before I'm doing this episode. And so there's that, you know, there's not a lot of information on it. But for my opinion, I think they went with Brandon Staley because he obviously had the number one defense this year for the Rams. And that's what the Chargers need help. Because the Chargers defense always blew leads under Anthony Lynn. And they have great players on their defense. They got Joey Bosa. And Derwin James, who's injured half the time, but, you know, he's still good. Casey Hayward. Uh, I like Kenneth Murray. Melvin Ingram. So, they have a good defense, and that's why I think they went with him, because they, they think Brandon Staley could probably upgrade that defense and make him into what the Rams were this year. And for the Justin Herbert side, I think maybe he'll get, he'll get an offensive coordinator or something, and I think they have more trust in a Herbert developing so they went with the defensive hire. That's what I believe. I have no idea because, you know, I'm not part of the Chargers organization. But that's my opinion on it. And that's all the... I don't have any information on it. I just know that today, literally, he got hired as Los Angeles head coach. Congratulations. But, you know, but let's go with the storylines. Let me answer them, right? Watch the questions were, is Goff ready to play in that cold weather? He was not. Aaron Donald, is he going to be dominant? He was not because, you know, he was injured. So obvious. And so obviously, he didn't perform at his expectance level. But we we give him a pass because Aaron Donald was injured, right? Another question. How was Aaron Rodgers going to cope with that Rams D? He coped perfectly fine. Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers. And Adams versus Ramsey. I mean, I'll give it to Adams just because the team won. But Ramsey probably only got beat once by him to be honest and it was like a little out route like juked him and then he got and he went at no a little in route I bet he like juked he was fake that he went out and then he went back inside and I got Ramsey and I think that's like the only time he beat him during the game so that's going cool. but let's start off with the second game on Saturday all right I did not expect a game a score of 17 to 3 for the Ravens and Bills game, all right? It was a defensive game for sure. Both defenses impressed me though, but let's start off with that Bills defense, all right? They controlled Lamar and his running threat with only 34 yards rushing. Only 34 yards. Six in the box and four defensive backs in zone coverage was Leslie Frazier's game plan, the Bills defensive coordinator. And without that run, Lamar's passing game suffered 17 27, 162 passing yards, touchdown interception. Touchdown interception ratio, 0 to 1, right? 55 QBR, 4 sacks, and 7 QB hits on Lamar. Okay, great defensive performance. With Lamar taking his team downfield, and he threw a 101-yard pick 6 by Tron Johnson. Notably, you know, fun fact was the guy who got famous for getting hit by the ball in the combine. <laughs> but that, that just put the game out of reach, especially after Lamar got concussed and Tyler Huntley came in, a rookie. He actually did all right. But that just, I mean, obviously that wasn't going to be enough. So Lamar goes off this playoff looking pretty bad, especially with that 101-yard pick six. But now it's going on to the Ravens' D, all right? They were just as resilient. As the Bills defense, right? They kept Josh and Co. Josh Allen and Co. to ten points. Don Martindale, the defense coordinator for the Ravens, all right. He switched to the plan 
of the Henry of when the versus the Titans against Henry. All right, they did the same thing to Alan after he was killing them. After he had told on previous episode that he's gonna go to his right and he's perfect on his right, and they didn't. And Marndale didn't adapt to that until later in the game, and that you know, and that finally I just got him uh, contained. You could say it like that. Two sick, two sacks, two QB hits until finally Brian Dable. Uh, offensive coordinator for the Bills decided to finally run, okay, which took off some pressure off Allen to throw for 23, 37, 206 passing yards, touchdown century on 1 0, 51 QBR. So he didn't play his best game, but he didn't play an awful game. So after clawing with this D, the Bills scored on a Diggs touchdown, all right, he had eight receptions, 106 yards. So that's what pretty much. Got the game to 17-3. But also, with the last notes, was a win. It was pretty awful. And both kickers missed kicks. Uh, Tyler Bass and Justin Tucker, they missed kicks. And Lamar and Josh Allen had a few passes go off its course. Like, you know, it would be pretty good. But I guess the win would just misdirect it. And it'd be off. So 37, man. So 17-3 was a ball game. But let's answer the storylines I had on my previous thing. Which 2018 QB will have the better game? Well, I guess, I guess Josh Allen did. <laughs> I guess that they both played really well, but you could say Josh Allen did. Or were they both ready for this game with this magnitude? The game of this magnitude? I think they were not. They were not. They looked not nervous, but these defenses really strangled them. So I guess they're not. How will the defenses fare against them? 17-3 tells you how they fared against them. They fared well. Both uh, defense coordinators did a good job. Obviously, Leslie Frazier got the upper hand because they won. Let's get on to the Sunday game. All right, first game of Sunday, Browns at Chiefs. Again, another score I did not anticipate, 22-17. But what's also not anticipated was Patrick Mahomes' injury. I believe around the seven-minute mark is when... Mahomes was dragged down by Mac Wilson, and I guess, I mean, that's what I've seen from the rest of them game. I'm getting this from the replay, right? He slammed his head on the floor, like, when, when like, Wilson was dragging him down, and when I seen, it looks like Wilson didn't let go of his neck area, like, where his collar area is on the jersey for Mahomes, and Mahomes' neck stretched in a very uncanny way, and when he got up, it was alarming to see him that he was not able to balance himself. He looked disoriented. And he needed help to get off the field. That was a pretty scary scene, man. Pretty, it was an alarming scene to see that when he got up, I was like, whoa, like this guy has a concussion or something. And he did, obviously. But, you know, before, after he got off the field, you know, he finished with 21, uh, 30, 255 passing yards, touchdown interception ratio, 1 0, and one rushing touchdown. Chad Henney then came in, I think he's like a 13 year vet. He came in, he was looking average, all right? Six of A, you know, please, six of his passes, 66 yards, touchdown interception ratio, 0-1, 57 QBR, but his huge run play on that third and 14 led to Andy Reid. I mean, like, yeah, led to Andy Reid showing he got guts, all right? And I'm about to say another word, but guts, all right? Andy Reid called a little throw to Tyreek on fourth and inches, all right, to win the game. I was flabbergasted that they actually ran a play on that sequence. 
like Tony Romo, okay? Like Tony Romo, I was thinking maybe they're just going to, you know, try to get him off sides. And, you know, and if they don't get him off sides, they're going to call a timeout and then maybe run a play. But nah, all right? He got all of us. Andy Reid deceived all of us, and he just drew that play, man. Great. That's why he's Big Red. That's why it's Andy Reid, man. Andy Reid. But Tyreek finished with eight receptions, 110 yards. Kelsey finished with eight receptions, 109 yards. Oh, and a, and a touchdown. And Brown's defense, they did all right. All right? When Mahomes was in, they got exposed, like I said, especially that secondary. The secondary got exposed. Like 255 yards. It was like brilliant third quarter. Come on now. I told you you were going to get exposed. But when Henny came in, they did what they had to do, what we expected them to do. They made him uncomfortable, except for that run on Henny, oh, that Henny had on 3rd and 14. That was unacceptable, man. How are you going to let a 30 some year old guy run on you with like 15 yards on you? That's not, that's unacceptable, Browns defense. So, you know, but on the other side for the Browns offense, Chubb and Hunt did their thing with 112 combined yards. But Baker, all right, Baker, Baker, Baker. Now, this criticism that I'm going to give them. Is, is just is after the Mahomes injury, right? injury, specifically in the fourth quarter. All right, with eight minutes left, they're down 22-17, right? down five points. And Carl Joseph intercepts a, uh, a, Carl, a, Carl, a Chad Henney ball. And, 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 and you're getting the ball back. All right? Browns get the ball back. Baker gets the ball back. And you can't create a successful drive? Okay, with eight minutes? Okay, you guys, Brown Baker has to score on that drive. All right, if they score, I believe they win, and he doesn't pull it off. This is why Baker's not considered to be one of those upper echelon quarterbacks because he had. The, I'm looking at him. Right, it's a playoff game. It's to show what you got. All right, you have a chance. Patrick Mahomes is not in the game. Chad Henne, Carl Joseph just got you an interception, and you with eight minutes left, plenty of time, and you can't score. All right, so I got criticism for Baker Mayfield on that. You got to score because I would believe they would win. All right, so it's very disappointing. But he finished with 23 37, 204 yards, touchdown reception ratio 1 1, 64.2 QBR. But even with that criticism, I give credit to the Kansas City's defense, Chris Jones, Tyler Matthew, Frank Clark. In that drive, they stepped up, all right, because they knew Mahomes not on the field. And that he can't, and if they don't get a stop, they know he can't bail them out. Chad Henney is not going to bail them out. All right. So they stopped the run game and Baker in the offense with five tackles for loss. And they did what they had to do. And let's see if uh, Mahomes is healthy enough for the next game. All right. Let's see. I'm pretty sure he will. Even, even if his concussed, they'll probably still put him on the field. <laughs> they probably still would. But let's answer those questions, man. Will the Browns mentality upset the Chiefs? Almost did. Almost did. But no. Can this team catch up with the Chiefs? They almost did. But I told you, Browns. Well, actually, no. They didn't. Because Browns, Baker had a chance. And he didn't achieve it. Or he didn't take it. How will Holmes look coming off two weeks of rest? Well, he looked good until that injury. And like I said, let's see how... Do you evaluate him? Let's see if he's actually going to come back. I'm pretty sure he will, though. Because after even when they checked him in the tank, he went back to the locker room, and he looked fine. So let's see. Let's see how he wills tomorrow. Let's see how he goes to the week versus the Bills. Now, last game of Sunday was the Bucks at the Saints. 
Bucks won this 20, uh, 20, 30 to 20. Story of the game was the to turnovers, and I'm going to get more into that uh, later. But let's start off with this despairing performance of Breeze, man. Let's continue with that word, despairing. How we, he, how Breeze went out, despairing. I missing throws. He could he could not attempt to throw downfield, and when he did, it looked pathetic. All right, that hurts me to say that, Drew, but it looked pathetic. Off target, underthrown sometimes, or sometimes just bad communication. All right, 19 for 34, he finished with 134 yards. Touchdown reception ratio one to three, and a QBR of 31. All right, and what did not aid in Breeze's cause was that can't guard Mike. Okay, quotations. He disappeared. No catches in this game, but he had two dro two drops. This is the guy's uh, best receiver in the game, I believe not. Traquan Smith had to pick up his slack with three receptions, 85 yards, two touchdowns. Kamara had to carry this offense. Literally, 18 carries, 3 receptions, and 105 total yards. He was the reason they were still in this game after those turnovers. The Bucks defense stepped up, though. Right? They did not let Breeze pick them apart like the, other, like the other two previous games. Devin White was a big factor in this. 11 tackles, 1 interception, 1 fumble recovery. And uh, Levante David, too. They were all, he was also everywhere. Enormous part, but the bigger part was Devin White. He was the best player on defense. Maybe the best player on the field today. He was involved in half of the turnovers. So, big credit to Devin White. On the other part, Brady and Co. weren't doing much better either. They all, but they weren't doing much better than Breeze, but those turnovers really helped them, right? All three touchdowns, all three touchdowns, of the Bucks were from turnovers, right? That killed the Saints defense. Brady went 18-33, 199 yards, touchdown reception ratio 2-0, QBR of 75. Those passing attempts, passing complete and passing attempts very similar to uh, Drew Brees. So that kind of tells you how the story went. Like the Saints, they they relied on the run game. Fournette and Ronald Jones combined for 125 yards. Dennis Allen's uh, man coverage with two deep safety frustrated. Oh, he's a defense coordinator, by the way. Frustrated Brady and his own line. All right, Saints D did enough to win the game, but those turnovers killed them. Right, those there were the differential, uh, the turnover differential of four to zero. You're not gonna win that game. So I I give Realm a lot of the blame to Brady to Brady, to Breeze and that offense. Man, it's very sad to see, very depressing to see. Breeze go out like that, but it was kind of, I got to give the blame to him because there's turnovers just killed them. So, Bucks, Ed, Vance versus the Packers, man, I'm excited to do that, and I'm going to do the episode later. But that was the end of the episode, guys. Some reaction. That's what I think of these games. Let me know. Is that harsh criticism on Baker or not? I think it's not, but, you know, I don't know. That was the end of the episode, guys. See y'all in the next one.